Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. It's time to let go of negative thinking, understand why you do what you do, and stop the self-sabotage with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel, your resident subconscious success mentor, helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. If you want to stop sabotaging your own success and let go of the stress, then you are in the right place, my friend. Make sure you download your free stressed to success guided meditation at bit.ly forward slash stressed to success as my little gift to you for being here. Please do subscribe, share, review. It really, really helps people that need to hear this message find us. And I so appreciate it. In the show notes, you will also find details of how you can work with me and where you can get your mitts on my meditations, products, and printables. You can also find it through the link in my bio on Instagram, which is my second favorite place to hang out. So please do come join me over there at I'm Fran Excel. Tag me in your takeaways, slide into my DMs. I am here for it. So that is the formalities over my love. So let's jump into the content. Are you struggling with an upper limit problem? I mean, we should probably start with what is an upper limit problem? It's a term coined by Gay Hendricks in one of my favorite books, The Big Leap. It's the idea that we all have an upper limit of what we believe we deserve or is safe to have. So this ties in really nicely with so many of the things that I teach. So it's the idea that we will unconsciously engineer something happening to bring you back down to a level of safety. I had my very own one of these last week. So the irony was I was also listening to another of Gay Hendricks books and it was talking about upper limit problems when it happened. (laughs) I appreciate the irony. So we all talk about having an inner voice, right? We usually know it to be in the form of the inner critic, that nasty piece of work that thinks to protect you, it has to send nasty thoughts of self-doubt, the who am I to do this, or you're so stupid. Yeah, that one. But do you listen to it? Or do you even notice the fact that there's another little voice in there, that subtle little inner voice that tells you when things aren't quite right or not to do something? The one that tells you what's a good idea and what's not. Because when you understand both of these sides of the concept, it can be super helpful. So it's a quieter voice, But the more you learn to tune into it, the more it can help steer you, often in the right direction. So my little voice talked to me and I ignored it because I was tired. And the more you do this, the more you'll notice yourself overriding it. Whoops. So I was walking to the train station after an amazing four days away with my glorious friends and colleagues staying at various five-star hotels around Manchester because the three of us live in different parts of the country. So it just made sense. We went and we had spa treatments, dinners, great conversation, drinks, and mapped out an incredibly exciting and what we believe will be game-changing program that will be launching October, November time. So all of this was great. I was tired, but I was feeling really, really good, really excited, really happy. Now, 
I'm aware I have an upper limit when it comes to joy and happiness. So it's something that I have to be conscious of. And we all have this to an extent, whether it's joy, love, happiness. And mine is linked to a deep trauma. And I've spoken about this before from when I was 11 years old and I was away at boarding school and my best friend from back home passed away unexpectedly. So there I was happy as Larry, running around with my new friends, full of joy, feeling accepted, having a great time. And I got the message that my other friend was on the phone for me. And back then we had like two phone boxes that you used with these little cards where you type in the code and then it would pay for you to have your phone call. And I'm feeling very old now. So I was overjoyed when someone said, hey, Frankie, your friend Ellie is on the phone for you. So I was even more happy and felt loved that my friend had thought about me and and to call me. And then my world came crashing round, down around me. And I now recognize the deep, profound effect that this one moment of trauma had over many, many areas of my life. You know, and I had been stuck in that whole, dude, it's like 25 years ago, you should be over it by now. But, it, but that's not how this works, right? But I got to the phone, happy, joyful, excited to speak to her, telling her I had just written a letter to Damien, who is my best friend. And she kind of cut me off and said, I, I don't think he's going to get that, Frankie. And I was like, oh, why? Has he moved? To which she said no and stayed kind of silent for a moment. And then I said something strange because I couldn't find the words and didn't really know what I was trying to articulate. And I'm not religious or anything, but I just said, is he up? And she said, yes. Now, what happened in my young unconscious mind was to connect the dots that if I'm too happy, pain follows. If I'm too happy, the rug will get pulled out from under me. If I'm too happy, something bad will happen. Yeah. And it's only upon doing the deep work, I can now see how many times that pattern has played out in my life. So it is something that I have to be conscious of and allow myself to sit in the tension sometimes that joy and happiness unconsciously creates this sometimes for me. Yeah. You wonder why I'm always saying that awareness is the number one skill you need in life, right? This is it. The experience doesn't have to be that dramatic either. It could be you were having a great time riding a bike and then you fell off. It could be around parents and divorce. Uh, It could be around, you know, like playing in a tree and hurting yourself. It could be any number of things. But you can see that if you have a deep unconscious belief that is unsafe to feel those emotions, your nervous system, your ego, your brain, it will step in to protect you from it until you become conscious and aware of it and know how to regulate your emotions and know how to give your nervous system and brain that cues of safety. Then it will expand your comfort zone and window of tolerance, which is essentially your capacity to deal with life. You know, this this, this can come from trauma. It can come from you know, experiences that you've had, but it's also about it not being something that's familiar to you. It could be something that you didn't have growing up. So therefore it feels unsafe because it's unfamiliar. This it's, it's a very nuanced thing and you need to do like your interpersonal, interpersonal, that's not the word I'm looking for. <laughs> you need to do the inner work to be able to kind of really understand what that is for you and where it comes from, which is how we get over it as well as how we overcome this. It takes practice and you won't always catch yourself in it. You're human. I'm a human and I didn't catch it in it this time. And I still learned a valuable lesson in the process. So I won't beat myself up for it. But that's the difference. Yeah. So there I was, happy as Larry on my way home and excited after these few days. I was about to come to a curb with my wheelie suitcase. I had the thought of, oh, I'm not going to be sensible and let the suitcase stop rolling at the curb and have to pick it up. Ugh, 
that sounds like it's going to take forever. No, no, I thought. I'll have way more fun. I'll be cocky and I'll try and swing the suitcase. You know, it's already got momentum. It's rolling. It makes sense. And I heard this little, don't do it. That's not a good idea voice. And I ignored it. If you are squeamish or haven't seen my Instagram stories, I apologize in advance. And you might want to skip a few seconds forward. But for you guys who are super squeamish, we'll just say I caused myself an injury. So if that's you, skip now. If you're still here, in swinging the suitcase, it didn't go where I thought it was going to do. go. I tripped over it and my toes hit the curb. And while I turned around on my butt sitting on the floor and thought, oh, that hurt. Thankfully, things like falling over in public doesn't faze me at all. I'm the very first to laugh at myself. So I didn't have to add insult to injury. But as I looked down at my foot, I saw a lot of blood. And it turned out I had ripped off and out from the root one of my toenails along with a load of skin oh it was a mess it still is a mess it bled a lot I didn't know a toe could bleed that much and hopefully you're glad I gave you the warning now (laughs) and I'm now feeling rather sorry for myself and hobbling around everywhere and sad that my beautifully pedicured toe is not going to be wedding ready for our friend's wedding in a couple of weeks but this was a stark reminder that if you don't stay aware, these unconscious come downs will happen. These things that drag you back down to your baseline, you know, this could be anything. And, and injuries is, is one of the ways that we do this. But this could be around happiness, success, love, money, closeness in relationships, the ability to react, to relax. Loads of people joined my SOS program in the beta round because their anxiety came from relaxing. Yeah. So we may have common behaviors where we sabotage this. You know, that could be drinking, binge eating, avoiding, um, saying something we don't really mean and causing an argument. But we can also unconsciously cause illness or injury. So the amount, how many times have you had that thing where you've got like a big show or something and you get ill? Yeah. Or something big that you've got to do, like a presentation and you get a sore throat. These things happen all the time. And the more you know, the more you understand this, the more you'll see them. But another great example is lottery winners that blow it all and end up in a worse position before they won. That I can't remember the exact percentage, but have a Google if you like. But there is an insanely high percentage of people who win the lottery and do this. Yeah, it's our ego's way of bringing us back down to the baseline. It's it's self-sabotage incarnate, right? The safety of the familiar inside our comfort zones. And the more we're aware of these sabotaging patterns you are, the easier it gets to recognize it and do something about it. The more aware you are, the more you have the ability to regulate your emotions in the moment where you feel that tension going like, oh, the less things will happen. You'll be able to see it for what it is as well, rather than feeling like you're a victim of it. And this is why I'm always saying not to try and go from naught to 100 in 60 seconds flat. Allow yourself to take baby steps. That really is the key. Allow yourself to dip your toe in the water and then another and then another as your nervous system catches up to the fact that it's safe for you to take action and it's safe for you to feel a certain way, right? Remember, it's all adaptive protection mechanisms. We've learned this behavior somewhere in our lives. (laughs) We've learned to stay in particular ways of being or feelings. And if there's something you want in your life, think about where your upper limit problems may have come into play. What might be the experiences and beliefs, whether they're yours 
parents, society that have shaped the notion that that thing you want is not safe to have. You know, like a really good example when it comes to money and, you know, it's not safe to have money because when you have money, you're rich and rich people are arrogant, sleazy, horrible people. Yeah. So why would you, why would your unconscious not sabotage that? Because you don't want to be arrogant and horrible, do you? Yeah. But the more you recognize it, the less you will beat yourself up for it or continue to believe that you're this flawed individual that has something fundamentally wrong with you at the core of your identity, because it's not the case. And I want that to happen less for you. I want you to understand that. And at the end of the day, if I can heal from where I've been in my life and the way I've felt about myself for the majority of my life, then you absolutely can, my love. And my final little piece of uh, nugget of wisdom, shall we say, is don't wear flip-flops with a wheelie suitcase. So have a think about where these things may be showing up for you and grab that journal. So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and start changing things for yourself, then book in a free discovery call so we can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. If you want my eyes and ears on your problems, then I work with people one-on-one and through my programs. You can find all the details to book in a call in the show notes, the link in my bio on Instagram and on my website, franexcel.com. So stop waiting for if and when and choose to change things now because you 100% can. I am here to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. And as always, I hope you found this helpful and I will see you next week. Bye.